Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. No, but how's it going down there for you, man? How's uh How's how's getting out of lockdown? How's that been? It's good, definitely good. It's been months and months, obviously a long time. So nice to get a bit of freedom, for sure. Awesome. Have you done anything exciting or cool since? What was on that bucket list for you to do? Look, it's pretty normal stuff like seeing your family and things you haven't done for ages. But when when I get some more time, I want to go for some long drives out into the hills and do some stuff that was a bit um, restrictive to not be able to do because I do like to get out into nature. Yeah, awesome, man. Awesome. Well, uh, dude, it's it's awesome you could join us on the show. Thanks for taking the time. I'm sorry you couldn't do it the other night. Everything's crazy. All good. But, uh, All good. Man, no, I definitely appreciate it. So, uh, of course, uh, it's been five years, I believe. And finally, yeah. Bellacore album is out, Coherence. And uh, everyone is loving it, dude. Like, you know, how's it feel that it's out there in the world and you're getting all this great positive feedback? It's exciting. It's um, always nerve-wracking and a bit exhausting, as in like the anticlimax of making something for five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then putting it out there and having that weird feeling of, firstly, what do I do now? Like, okay, now it's time for the next album and sort of thing. But also, um, you know, of course, we read some comments and reviews and, and some of them are obviously really nice. And then you'll see something that makes you question, oh, maybe we did do something that we could have, you know, made it better sort of thing. So it's... um. But overall, it's a good feeling, definitely, to get out there. Yeah, awesome, man. You know, we were mentioning the weather before, and I was driving home, and I thought, I'm going to give it another crank. And I turned it up, and it was, like, gloomy, cloudy. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man, this is this is what this shit is made for. It's, like, the best, yeah. hey? It was, like, perfect experience. I think that's the way to do it. Like, I can't really see myself wanting to listen to it on a hot, sunny day when it's, like, <laughs> bright you know like it's better for those dark cold rainy times i would i would agree with that yeah it, it, it was pretty cool it was pretty damn cool well uh it was definitely worth the wait though and you know i know you guys put so much care and detail in everything that you do but uh you know aside from that thing that you know shall not be named <laughs> that everyone's talking about <laughs> you know everyone's sick of talking about um you know what, what took that process over that five years you know, what happened between this one and Vessels? It's a funny one. Um, so basically, twenty seven. you know, Vessels came out in 2016. I think we probably took a few months of not much work. And then all of 17, 18, 19, we were writing the album. I'd say so that the album probably took six months longer than normal to write. Hmm. We did find it to be a slow, steady process. And then, yeah, I mean, the pandemic, obviously, even though we don't want to talk about it too much, it did extend the recording, not the writing, but the recording by quite yeah. a bit of time. So 
I can't, it's also just our lives. Like we're busy, busier than we were when we were 22. And so our albums just take us a bit longer to do. But um, I'm pretty keen to try and make sure the next one is more of a three, three years would be awesome rather than five for sure. Well, as I said, it was definitely worth the wait. Uh, have you started working on, on new tunes already over that time? Um, not, well, there's always a backlog of riffs and melodies and things we have always intended to use that we are yet yeah. to use. And then um, my, you know, your mind starts going, like if you read a review of the new album, your mind starts thinking about, okay, some stuff for the next album. It sort of makes me excited to try and get going on it. And, um, so yeah, not really like the band, the next thing the band will do is get together and prepare for our tours. Uh, so we're looking at Australian tour and then um, US for the first time and Europe. Yeah. Nice. Nice, man. Big plans ahead. Yeah, it'll be a long process, but it'll be awesome to actually get to the US because it's been a lot of years of us wanting to, but not doing it. So we'll be keen to do that. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. Because you've done Europe before. We've done it, yeah, three times, but they've yeah. always been short tours, two to three weeks at the most. Go over there, play a handful of festivals and come home. So I think we're looking at trying to do maybe a, a headline tour, a short one, but something a bit different yeah. rather than just the festivals. But yeah, exciting. And I can't wait to get back there and have some good food and beer and enjoy the weather and the, the scenery and all those sorts of things. Oh, man, I'd just love to do it just once. <laughs> it's good. I mean, I am um, touring is exhausting as well, but we've always chosen to do it in a way that isn't totally destroying, where I think if you go and do it for six months of the year, a show every night, you're going to start to hate it. So we try and do it in a way that we can enjoy it as well. Too much of a good thing sometimes. Is that what you're saying? Like you think it's like precisely, okay. yeah. Right. And I think anything more than three weeks is probably too much of a good thing when it comes to touring. Um, you know, it's pretty. You know, you're not washing as often. You're eating poorly. You're sleeping maybe poorly as well. So it'll add up pretty quickly. <laughs> well, I mean, the the concept of coherence. Um, I read is a it's set on a mountain. Is that right? And about different yeah. people experiences. On that mountain, like how how does that work? Like how how did you come up with that concept? I don't really actually remember exactly. I, we started writing some things, so it probably came more from the ideas that, of the um, things that people experience, where it's where um, they want to find meaning in life, or they're striving to achieve something, or they are resisting something, and that's causing them suffering. Those sorts of ideas probably are at the heart of the stories that the people experience, and then putting it based in one setting was a way of us tying them together without being restricted. So our previous album vessels, we were very linear. We had to keep the songs in a certain order because the story was in a very strict order. You couldn't juggle them around after you'd mixed the album. Um, so we wanted to have a, like a looser concept and a location and it gave us some flexibility with actually track order and those sorts of things. Is it characters? Like, is it, is that where you started? with it you you sort of came up with a, a cast of characters to draw not really no no it sort of happened as it went so we're definitely the location and the themes we had mm. and then we just started writing some stories set in that setting and by the end of that process i guess we had a few characters or people who had lived there and then the final song on the album is sort of tying it together with some connections where there's sort of these um i guess you could say a bunch of a couple of children running around and they're still sort of innocent and soaking up life, but they're sort of coming across these people that 
the album has told us their stories and they're reflecting on how that has shaped them. And then by the end of the song, they're changed forever, I guess, and they're they're not children anymore. So it's um yeah, it's an interesting one. It sort of came together in a in a strange way, but I'm happy with how it did come together. Are you, are you looking at ex- expanding on that in some way, like uh, in novel or? Well, it's a cool idea. I heard about um, 12 Foot Ninja did a thing, yeah. like a graphic novel. I'm very impressed by that. That would be really cool to do that, but it's a big job to do that. Yeah, I, I don't know how. I don't know. It would be. I mean, very yeah. time consuming, but, uh, you know. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be cool. If you could do it. Oh, yeah. Be awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, you, you jammed with, what well, you did jam with? It's it's Tuesday or is it Monday? Let me let me back that up. <laughs> you got Jens Bogren or Jens Bogren um, to uh, Jens. Jens. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's yeah. The J is silent. Actually, uh, I think I used to. I got told off. I think I used to call him Jens, and I was told it's Jens. It is Jens. Maybe it's Jens. Yeah. Oh, see, like, man. <laughs> it's yeah. tough. <laughs> yeah, the comments are just gonna be like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's a tough one. Jens, fool. Um, but uh, anyway, you got him to uh, to uh, mix the album, didn't you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, incredible. He's he's amazing at what he does. Even though I can't pronounce his name properly, I know yeah. his work, and it's fucking awesome. Um, yeah, he, um, with him. Yeah, he mixed of Breath and Bone for us, and um, we loved it. Loved the mix. When we did Vessels, we wanted a more kind of organic or unique sounding mix that just didn't sound like that particular sort of commercial very very polished sound and then we did that and then after vessels we wanted this new one to have that slightly heavier slightly more polished uh, mix that Jens does so he was great to work with as always and he kind of probably by the end of it we hit him with lots of requests and something around about 400 mixed notes that we sent him and um, I felt a bit bad about that and we you know in the end, you get there, but it's a long process. But you know, his what he does is he brings the drums out, makes the drummer sound amazing. He puts a place for every instrument, and you can hear everything pretty clearly. And and that's important in our music. Um, obviously, he has a huge experience in some of those sort of soundscapey things that we wanted to do. And overall, he he just does a great job. And with the vocals as well, he's always done a good job at making George's vocals kind of. Um, sit well in the mix but have some atmospheric elements as well sometimes that we the first time we did that on our breath of bone we loved it and we hadn't really asked for it it just was what he did so he's good at his job definitely yeah it sounds incredible you know and yeah thank um, you i was turning it up and, and you know if you, your vocals that's something i definitely noticed yeah, as you mentioned the vocals they're just so yeah. clear and just right there and it just everything sits so nicely so it's it's money well spent yeah, he's not cheap, is he? But um, I think it's <laughs> worth it. If you're going to take five years to make an album, I think you need to kind of be prepared to pay a bit to to get it to the level, hopefully, that the best it can be. At the end, absolutely. And the artwork, the cover is 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 pretty cool. It's very simple, but is that is that meant to be like a an aerial shot of the mountain, or is that it's like? Very, a- um, it's interesting that you say that. I'm glad you said that actually, because that's one of the ways I think of it. But it is an abstract bit of art that pretty much anyone who looks at it is up to them if they want to what they want to see in it uh it so yeah if there's no particular thing that's meant to be as far as i know we um did some searching online as we always do until we find a bit of artwork we like 
we would prefer to do it that way as opposed to commissioning someone to draw us a thing that we tell them to draw. So basically when we found it, I liked it because it represented a kind of chaotic motion yeah. and natural chaos and stuff to me. And then the album title with coherence sort of was a bit of a juxtaposition with that where, you know, your mind is trying to impose coherence on the chaos of the world. Uh, so that sort of stuff to me, I, I liked that. And then it happened to also look a little bit like maybe a top-down view of a mountain in some parts of it, which was really cool. Yeah, that's what I got from it. But that, you know, like, awesome. uh, it, you could also see it as like a, a close-up of the bark of a tree, maybe. Yeah. And yeah. I like it. Yeah. And some parts have a feeling of water, like way, um, water crashing and stuff. So it's, yeah. I like how it is abstract. And um, for us, that was a nice thing because a lot of our other album covers have been less so. They've been more obvious what they are. Yeah. And it, and it yeah. looks awesome on merch too. Yeah. Awesome. That's a good thing too. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, cheers. Uh, it's good to hear that people, you know, that you're thinking it's a good picture because we never really know. We just have to pick what we think is cool or what we like. And you just put it out there. But, uh, Put it out there, exactly. Yeah, that's it. And then, you know, it's, it's up to the rest of the world. But one thing you've just, uh, you the special edition is incredible. Like that thing, I want a copy of it. It comes with like the coin and the flag and, and some other goodies in this like wooden box. Like, bands do that these days. I mean, you get your special editions, but that's something that's like super, super collectors. H- have you got one? Well, I actually... This might be weird, but I just ordered one myself for the fun of it. Because um, Napalm Records will send us, you know, a handful of CDs for free, yep. but not none of the wooden box ones. Um, and I just figured I want to get one, so I ordered one. But it hasn't actually come yet. Oh. So, um, uh, hopefully soon it will. Because <laughs> <laughs> the coin looks it looks incredible. Don't keep I'm it waiting wallet, in, people. I'm waiting for the day when that coin becomes, you know, legal tender somewhere and we can... You know, go and pay for a hotel with it or something. That'd be good. <laughs> it's yeah, but you wouldn't want to lose it. It's something you wouldn't want. You'd be kicking yourself if you just put it in your money box. Exactly, you'd yeah, want to yeah. put it somewhere careful. There's yeah. still be five hundred of them, and that's it. So look after it. That's it. That's it. I want to get a copy. I want to get a copy of the vinyl because I've fallen down the the vinyl rabbit hole of late, and uh, I'm just trying. Like I'm just loving everything I possibly can on vinyl. And I yeah. really think this album sound amazing. Have you got like a test think, pressing? Um, Did you get a test pressing or anything like that? No. And actually we, uh, there's big issues with the vinyl at the moment with uh, delays due to the manufacturing and a lack of certain things required to even make them. So there's a delay of a couple of months on the vinyls. So we yet to see any vinyls, um, which is disappointing. It yeah. it's, um, was a bit of a kind of flat bit of news for us to get like five days before the album came out, but the fans have been pretty understanding, which we appreciated. We thought they might be really upset with this, but they at least they haven't told us that they are. <laughs> I think people understand in this, you know, in the current world situation that, you know, it's, it's, it's strange. I, I've got a bunch of other mates that, that are going through that at the moment, you know, things getting delayed because of, you know, the vinyl or the something, it's just yeah, but at least the album's out there, and they they can still listen to it. And then when the vinyl comes, they can have their vinyl copy, and they can just hear it in a whole new new way. Exactly. And so we've made sure that we are giving the download code to anyone who had a, a vinyl order that's delayed. They can get it 
We've also got the vinyl master available on Bandcamp and we're happy to send people a code for that too. So if they are audio files and they want to just sit down and listen to the vinyl master, they can do that too. Awesome. That's awesome. But I, I will have to get myself an actual copy because I, I, there's something about it. Do you, are you a vinyl dude? I think I would be in spirit, but I actually don't collect yeah. vinyls, but I, I like them. And I think if I was maybe a music fan more than a yeah. person in a band and I was, my hobby was music, I think I'd hugely be into collecting vinyls because as a kid, I always wanted, I liked buying CDs, collecting CDs, looking at the physical CD. And um, I definitely get it. Yeah, I think I think that's where I've sort of hit like, you know, I got sick of all the digital stuff and and being able to hold the physical product and see the artwork all blown up and and yeah. stuff like that. It's yeah, it's it's really I cool. get it. It yeah. makes sense. And I think in metal especially, like it's a um genre where there's less fans, but the fans that you do have are pretty often pretty full on and they really care. So it's the right place to be doing it. I think that's why vinyls sell quite well in this genre. Absolutely. Absolutely. People love it. Uh, yeah. But, you know, you signed to Napalm, who seemed to be really pushing this one. Like, the promotion from this side has been great. Like, uh, shout out to Chris Marrick. Yeah, he's awesome. Chris is Legend. Great. Fucking legend. He, yeah, he's he's been really behind you down here, and it's been awesome to see. Um, it's good to hear because we never really can get like you get a bit of an idea like we talked to Chris he's doing some really good things to help us get the word out but you can never really tell because you can't see everything and be everywhere Um, so if you're getting that sense then that's great news yeah man yeah 100% 100% he's a good dude really good dude and he's good at what he does but uh, how how do you find that through everything that's been going on how has the label supported you guys knowing that you know things are getting delayed and you everyone's working and behind the scenes to try and make things work and how how has that experience been i think you're right like the number one way napalm records has supported us is by being patient and probably when they signed us initially they we had to tell them a lot of times like we're not going to be able to rush this um we just have to do this at whatever speed it takes so they were good with that um they've been good i mean even the fact some people might be disappointed that we don't do fully fledged music videos performance clips in a warehouse or are miming along to our the music but they palms taken the time to understand what we do and like to do and don't do and why and so they've worked with that and pushed the strengths and not tried to make us do a bunch of stuff that would look weird i think for us um and then at the moment we're working with napalm events to do some tour planning for that US and European tour. So I think the biggest benefits will come through that where, you know, Napalm's global networks and contacts will actually help us to have some really good tours. So um, yeah, really great label. Have you got an idea of who you're going to be hitting the road with? Well, the US tour is still, we don't know. We're just basically probably looking to headline if we can, but if we can't, we don't know who we'd be playing with. There is some talk of insomnium, I think, but I'm not sure. Um, but a lot of that's still to be determined. Um, so yeah, we'll see what what comes out in the next sort of couple of months with the planning. That'd be cool. And you also mentioned about touring Australia. Yeah. Little Australian run, which is exciting. Uh, is Brisbane Gold Coast going to be on that list? Got it. Come on, man. Brisbane is definitely. Um, yeah. I don't know if Gold Coast is. 
And I'm are you a Gold Coast, aren't you? Oh, I'm on the Goldie. Yeah, I am. But I can. How far? How far away are the two? Oh, it's about an hour. Not even forty That's minutes not too drive. Bad. I know. That's not too bad. But you know, we've got we've got yeah. some awesome venues here. Hey, man, I'd make the driver. Have you? Do you, are you know when you're looking? Looking at when? Well, we're looking to announce a tour. I think in the next two months, we're working with Destroy All Lines. Oh, excellent. But I'd, yeah, so they. I probably won't know exactly in terms of the exact dates, but it's sort of middle of next year ish. We were going to do it earlier, but we're just being careful with COVID because the cost of booking and committing to that, we don't want to have three cancellations before we actually play. So, um, yeah, it'll be good to do it and just to be confident that when we do it, we can really run with it and not worry about cancellations. That's true. No, I'm seeing that a lot lately, which it's yeah. been a bummer, but you know, it's been two years of every time you open Instagram. All you see is a band or a festival and a cancelled across the top. Oh of man, I hate it. <laughs> it's, yeah. It sucks, eh? But uh, so it'll be it'll be great to have a return to some normality. That's it. It's it's going to be a good feeling for a lot of you guys down there too. I mean, you know, being able to play those shows and tour and get back to doing what you guys do best. Sure. Yeah, and for us, it's um, I think we're a bit lucky in some ways because some bands, you know, they literally would have been touring you know, heaps, like hmm. they would have done 50 shows, 100 shows, they've maybe lost a lot of income because we've chosen to treat the band more like a business slash side hobby. We have our job and then we have our hobby, which is the band, and we try to grow it. And it's a lot of fun to do it that way. We've not been like financially destroyed by the pandemic um, the way some musicians may have struggled. Um, but, yeah, it's been a hard time for everyone. And the venues, feel very sorry for the venues, We've been talking to like the Bendigo Hotel here in Melbourne and they on the verge of shutting down, I think, at some point in terms of how hard it is. So it's just not a good time. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. So hopefully it's going to bounce back very soon. But, yeah. um, you know, I'm a big fan of having real keyboards, you know, uh, in bands. I'm, I'm a big fan of all that. But what, what are your thoughts on, you know, a, a lot of bands are moving over to just having everything on backing track and digital and, and all that. Mm. I'm not a big fan. I, I prefer, I like seeing someone up there like yourself, like smashing things out. Yeah. So do you mean for the live part of yeah, the show? Life, yeah, life. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. You know, I, I like that the, that there's that art of it. What's your thoughts on that? So we, I mean, obviously our albums have multiple layers of lead guitars, sometimes three, four layers of lead guitars. So we have started using some backing tracks to help support the melody, the harmonies. Um, so yeah, Sean will get up there and play all the leads, obviously. But if there's a couple of sections of a song that just need that harmony, we use the backing track to provide that third guitar, essentially, sometimes. Yep. Um, and it's really helped to make the live show sound um, as we would like it to. And then we don't really use backing tracks for anything else, obviously. Like, there's no, um, you know, it's not like in pop where that you need to sing a note perfectly. Like, there's growls. You're not going to do backing tracks for growls. Um, Sometimes there's a little bit of ambient stuff, but really not that much. Um, and obviously the keyboards, I just play the parts live because they're not um, insanely complicated or they don't need to be backing track. So it's really just those harmonies, but I think they're important for that purpose to give the show the, the sound you would want it to have. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the band's name are originated from Warhammer. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, it did. No, I don't know, man. Metal dudes, like I don't know. You can probably see all this shit behind me, but uh, metal dudes and nerdy stuff go hand in hand. It's it's just the culture, man. Are you are you a nerdy dude? 
whacked. I'm, I'm definitely a nerdy dude, but I'm not one of the gaming. The oh, really? Guys. Um, it's a bit of an unfortunate scenario where I, I get pigeonholed maybe as one of the guys that would have played the game, but I, I didn't. Um, so yeah, it was probably two or three of the guys back in very early uni days or, you know, 20 years ago type thing. Yeah. And I remember going around and they were, we were talking about picking a band name and it was discussed as an idea. And at that time, Bella Core was, was apparently like a really minor character in the game where just very small. And I think in the past few years, it's been elevated a little bit within the Warhammer game because I've noticed on Google, it's coming up more. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we have never been like inspired by or based on the game, the lyrics. It's not like that. It's just no, a no. cool word. But um, yeah, it's stuck with us now. So we've got to run with it. That's it. I mean, I don't play the war. I know I've got mates that do and they paint them and, and do all that. That's mm. uh, that I'm more, more your straightforward action figure kind of dude. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> um, but it's an interesting, I was interested. Going, oh, I wonder if they're, you know, like when they're, because I know, was it Sven from uh, Aborted? He's right into that stuff too. So, you know, yeah. instead of just being brutal all the time, he's painting his figures. Yeah. 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 It's <laughs> definitely like, I mean, if you look at the, the guys in the band none of us would are super like trendy people and we all have our hobbies that are probably a little bit nerdy or whatever but um i think that i think you're right that's probably quite common in metal as well where people will have obscure interests that kind of um tuck them away in their home more than your average person <laughs> it's true it is true all of yeah. them all of them are nerdy dudes hey but that's our community and i'm all about it you know yeah but uh man what what else you guys uh have coming up what what can we expect for uh 2022 we're actually probably looking at maybe doing a live stream show as well because if um if the tours are maybe slightly later than they would have been otherwise i think a nice live stream show like maybe two one for different time zones like a couple of slots would be great to do good fun um especially people overseas who haven't ever seen us live at it's nothing the same, but it might be something good for them to have a look at. They might be keen. So we'll look at doing that and then, yeah, preparing for our Aussie tour and hopefully writing some more stuff more quickly than five years as well. <laughs> but, hey, man, it's exciting times for you. I mean, that's for sure. I mean, I know that that stream will probably be really, really popular because, I mean, as you said, there's people out there that are probably yeah. hanging to see you guys for a long, long time. And it's only going to amp them up more for when you actually get yeah. over which is and just the tough insane. one. Exactly. And the tough situation is when you get a message from someone, maybe Mexico, South Africa, places that, you know, we may struggle to get to anytime soon. Gold Coast. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 cool. You can put that in the same category if you want. No, no, no. But yeah, it's going to be for people like that, maybe a chance to have a look as well. Because if I'm being honest, it's harder to get to those places, um, especially Gold Coast. Yeah, I know, I know. We're the worst, eh? Yeah. You don't want to come here. We're the worst. You hear some stories about it. Oh, it's the worst, mate. No. Um, no. But in all seriousness, though, I mean, there are some of those places out there in the world that, you know, it, it is quite difficult to get to, and they love it. They yeah. love the metal, man. Like, yeah. you know, in, in South America, you see some of the, like the Maiden DVDs yeah. and stuff, and they're just... They froth it. They yeah. love it. If you do get there, I think you'll have a great crowd. Um, so yeah, you're right. There's some passionate people there. Has it? Have let me back that up. 
See, I told you I'm struggling. See, it's the Gold Coast thing. It rots your brain. Um, <laughs> thrown you. Yeah, yeah, it has. But, you know, have you have you found that you've toured overseas somewhere and you've played somewhere like that and it you've just gotten a really great response that you didn't expect you were going to get? Well, the first time probably in Germany was a shock to see that we could just go to Germany and there are people who know our music. That's an example of what you know for us that was a great sort of a surprise or a good feeling and the other one's probably Romania like we've only played Romania once but it was a long drive and a dangerous drive we um we got put in these little rental cars the wrong cars that not the ones we booked and then we saw a head-on collision near us because the Romanian drivers are really kind of pretty wild and the roads aren't very good and so Eventually, after seven or eight hours of driving your way through Europe, you get to Romania. And to see that there were people in Romania at the festival that kind of were excited to see us and, you know, they've made a flag and they've written oh. uh, Bella Cor, you know, those sorts of things. It was very cool. Um, a good experience, definitely. Apart from the drive. The drive was bad and it <laughs> traumatised a few of us. Because, um, yeah, not, not nice. I think we were the first people on the scene and the only people on the scene for a few minutes and we didn't speak... The language and they were pretty with some serious injuries so dude it was a stressful thing oh i'm sorry to hear that man like yeah. you don't hear about that stuff you know yeah and from that point on we were very careful like the, the guys that were driving were doubly careful about watching what was going on because i think the roads there aren't the same as what you might be used to in um, other parts of europe yeah full on dude full yeah. on you could write a book there you go. Well, right. that's pretty much my only anecdote. I think I've just given my anecdote, and that's the book. <laughs> you know. Well, there's, well, there's plenty more adventures to be had. Positive ones. Exactly. What are they out there now? No, no, just no, yeah. just positive big adventures on the way. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, the new Bellacore album Coherence is out now. We'll have all the links in the show notes down here, brother. Thank you so much for hanging out and uh, talking all things metal and nerdy. <laughs> pleasure thank you yeah. it's been and, hey we'll uh see you on the uh, gold coast very soon i hope let's make sure we can actually do that or if not well at least in brisbane yeah brisbane <laughs> or just come down for the day have a beer but i'll see you at the brisbane show more than yeah <laughs> no that's awesome i appreciate it Nev. it's uh, good to chat planning on traveling this summer Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 